Attention military veterans and military personnel. This is Tracy from Lakewood College, and I am excited to announce the new partnership between ETA Associates and Jamal King's Make Real Estate Real. Give me a call so I can see if you qualify to receive the Make Real Estate Real with no out-of-pocket expense to you. I can be reached at 1-800-517-0857. My extension is 700. You may also visit us at www.moneyforbets.com. Again, that is money, the number four, bets.com. You may also schedule an appointment with me through my text-only number at area code 216-678-9933. I look forward to speaking with you all. And so I think this will be a good time as the holidays come around to really help people to not be as emotional as we probably could be and really be more rational because I'm just learning the hard way. The more rational you're thinking, the more rational your decisions. The more rational your decisions, the probability of the outcomes being great, yeah, are, are significantly higher than when you're in the emotional state. This week, our show is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made with GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric? Just to name a few. So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. This episode of the Secrets to Success podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. So go to HelloFresh.com forward slash 80 success and use the promo code 80 success. Again, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash 80 success and use the code 80 success to get $80 off, including free shipping. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in beast mode. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. In the flesh. What up, y'all? What's going on? Man, looking good over there with the 120. I see E got the 120. Oh, to the man. day I die. Let's go to, to the, the only member who only rock his own stuff. Oh, no, he got crazy faith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mom we ain't got seen. crazy faith in the 120. He got crazy faith in the 120. <laughs> exactly, hey, bro. Exactly. You know what That's what that full circle is in the 120, see? That's it. It's faith. Crazy hey, faith. Hey, exactly. <laughs> Dr. King, what's happening? You good? Oh, man, I'm wonderful, man. I'm in the presence of my brothers, man. We on the ninth mile right now, y'all. 
Let's go. Let's go. Yes. And we got Douglas, man, out there. I look, you know what I do every morning? I just get up and look. I got E uh, weather programmed into my phone, (laughs) you know, and I look at it, and y'all got like between like 68 and 72 for like the whole year straight. Yeah. So, you know, congratulations, bro. We living vicariously. You know what I'm saying? It's uh it's no freezing God. up here, but hey, we still we still living. You know what I'm saying? No Carl question. gonna be out there with you before too long. Hey, oh, we no you know, so uh no, nah, how's everybody? Hey, I found a crib for him. I found a crib for him around the corner. He did, he did. He sent me a picture like yo, <laughs> here go to spot. Oh, oh, I saw hey. the one. I saw the one, Ma. I was like, oh hey. yeah, I see this one. And it's Ma, a- let me let me be honest. See, not I mean not to cut you, but let me be honest. The first one that Didi showed us is the one we live in now. We couldn't mm-hmm. afford that one then. Yeah. And we yeah, live in it on. now. So I'm just like, Maul, crazy faith, Maul. All he right. sent it, and I said, oh, okay. All right. I got yeah. you. Hey, bro, hey, Maul, Carl, speak, speaking into existence, dog. I'm just saying, Done Carl, deal. why are we measuring our bank account when God got a bank account? <laughs> why? Why are we measuring our bank Come account on. when we might as well just use his? Let's you go. Crazy faith. Crazy fave. Um, hey, I want to shout out to the 120 gear. Y'all been seeing me rock it for a few yeah. times. Let me tell you something. Carl, maybe Carl will model it for us while Ooh, I talk. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Carl. Come on. Turn yeah, around. Carl, there yeah, Carl. So look, look, hey. look, hold on. You see the 120 on the front of that joint, and that's 120 to the day I die with mm. the 120 logo in the middle. And then you turn around, you know what I'm saying, Carl? Show him, show him, show him your cheeks. Bend down a little bit, Carl. Oh, oh there we go. Yeah, there all right, go. cool. There we Don't go. bust them pants. Yeah, Don't yeah, bust yeah. them pants. Hey, C gonna be tripping on you with them jeans. Hey, <laughs> oh, no, he good. I, I, I put him on the right ones. Give up the genuine. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, hey, go check it out, man. He, and let me tell you something. Carl just said he put one on for the first time when we walked in here. And was awesome. like, yo, oh, these good. joints are oh, premium. Incredible, bro. This is not just your standard Gildan joint. Mm-hmm. Like this is a a nice premium premium hoodie. So if you're looking for some last-minute gift ideas, some New Year's inspiration type stuff, man, make sure you fool with the Grind Gear 2.0. Matter of fact, Carl, grab, hand me one of them boxes. boxes. Yeah, let me let me see. I want to show Ooh, y'all, man. Dog, hey, the box is fire. Hey, we give Just y'all a whole lot. Just the whole presentation. Lot. Look hey, at that. Look, we give y'all a whole lot on this podcast. Y'all can bear with it. If you're, if you're listening online right now, I have a yeah, whole box. Yeah, explain it if you listen. Yeah, yeah. I got a whole box. <laughs> see how you can do. You know what I'm saying? I got the whole box. It comes in a beautiful box, as you can see here with the logo on it. You get the Grind Gear card from us. Uh, let me tell you something. Whoo, let me tell you something. We mm. got the fitted, which I have on right now, or the snapback, sorry, snapback premium. When I tell you it's like one of the best joints you've ever felt, it is crazy. Also, in here, look at this. Uh, we're not playing, y'all. We're not that sparing so clean. no expense right here. What's in here, Carl? It's a shirt. It's another shirt in here. Or 120. All right. Boy. And then the 120 hoodie that we got right here. So listen, man. E, uh, wife, Sierra, shout out to them. They put together an amazing, amazing bundle for y'all. Mm-hmm. And they like, yo, make sure you say something about it on the podcast. So listen, man, you got people in your life who... Love E, who rock with E, who rock with the brand. Uh, don't don't buy them no no foolish, you know, Nike foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Get, <laughs> get them our stuff. You Let's dig? Go. So, no, shout out to Nike. We we love Nike. Um, anyway, all right, cool. Hey, uh, Carl was on. Uh, uh, I picked Carl up when we came over here. He said uh, he, they had a, a, a near-death experience. I said, don't tell me. Wait till we get on the podcast. Oh, man. Let's, let, let's let our Jordan, people hear. Jordan yeah. or, uh, or, or uh, Jesse? 
Uh, Jordan, you already know. Okay. So he already in the land. Yo. I just know okay. he broke his yeah. arm or something twice. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. what happened? Yeah. Bruh, I, I just, let's just talk about being a parent for a minute. Mm. Bruh, oh. it's real. Wow. Like, this is real. So if y'all know Jordan, Jordan is an active little boy. Like, he's mm-hmm. active. Yeah, like, yeah. he always, he don't walk. He running, mm-hmm. he ripping, running. Yeah. So yesterday, dude, it's regular. I'm out there for a minute. My dad is sitting there. My dad went upstairs to grab something. I go to my computer to upload, whatever. I don't remember what I was doing. And I hear that cry. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's, it's almost it's like, yeah, bruh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know you know. I, they cry, cry every single day, bro. Yeah. And I sit there and I ignore it. I heard that cry. Mm-hmm. So I, I just get up and I go around that corner. His, it was like a, it wasn't cry. It was daddy, like mm-hmm. screaming to the top of his voice. Bro, I run around the corner and this is what I see. His the whole side left side of his face is covered in blood, Damn. and his hand because he put his hand there. He's looking at his hand, blood, blood dripping, bruh. When I tell y'all, and it's it's weird because like mm. I, I had to my emotion. I had to use my emotion after the fact because at this point in time I can't think. Yeah, yeah. So I grab him up. I'm trying to figure out what happened. He can't talk, Ma. Like, he can't talk. Like, he's so shocked. Like, he ain't never seen blood before. He broke his arm, whatever. He ain't seen blood like that before. So, little man can't talk. Right, right. He ran around the corner, tried to jump on the couch, E, and, like, slipped right off the couch and hit his head on the corner. We got, like, a keyboard there. Like, that, just think of the jagged, pointy edge. Mm -hmm. Bow, right into his temple right here. And I'm talking about Maul. I can't see what's going on because there's blood all in his hair, dripping, and Tamisha comes out there. She can't stand it. I'm just like, yo, what do I do? I just yeah. take him up to the kitchen, like, you know, run water on his head. And he's screaming for, like, I'm talking about, like, death screaming. So yeah, I just yeah. got some paper towel trying to wipe. Like, yo, what's going on? Bro, it's just a hole. Like, I'm talking about, like, he went full speed into that corner. It's just a hole in his head, bro. Ah. When I tell you, so, again, I reacted to it. Boom, figured out he's good at swollen a little bit. I got some ice, put it on it. He... He calm, like I'm talking to him the whole yeah, time yeah, to yeah. calm him down. He eventually calms down, and it's I mean it's it's worse than it. You know what I'm saying it's a hole. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but he's yeah. fine. Like it ain't you know my man is fine. Mm-hmm. But e I'm just saying like bro like the things that we take for granted like bro two inches different and that could have been his eye. Oh mm-hmm. been there you know done what I'm that. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. inches, bro. Like yeah. I'm not playing. Like he can't control. He yeah. out of control, falling, sliding. That could have been his eye. And I'm yeah. sitting. Like I couldn't be here today talking to y'all because yeah. I'd have been in the hospital with my man. Try, like trying. To, I'm just like, yo. I don't yeah. want people to miss this. Like everything that we live, y'all. We bring to the podcast for a reason. Like don't like don't despise the little small blessings that you got. It's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I'm telling y'all. Like I'm thankful that my man hit his head yesterday, and I could be the perspective of yo. It wasn't his eye. Like, yo, he also broke his arm earlier. His arm is back. Like, I can really celebrate these little things, man. As parents, I want to reach out to all y'all parents. Please hug on your babies. Like, I told my mom, like, yo, it's a miracle that we made it to this age. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, the fact that I'm this age and you saw me grow up and go through life, like, yo, that's a miracle. Like, I want to have that experience with my my kids. So don't take none for granted, man. Make sure y'all enjoy that time together. So, yeah, just a, a surreal. So last night taking a shower. Is when it hit me, like I'm showering, and as I'm showering, like I close my eyes, and I remember just seeing his face and blood, and that's when I'm like, yo, like it, it hit me then, because like I said, mm-hmm. at the point in time, I couldn't react, mm-hmm. but man, just crazy, crazy, crazy something to see, man. Hey, Carl, yeah, no. Carl, Carl, you hit something when you said, make sure y'all love on your kids, oh. you know, do that, but I got to always say, and not just on the holidays. 
not just on the birthdays. Yep. Yep. You know, being a holiday season, I'm just seeing, man. And E, I know you get it all the time. Well, you just get these text messages. Oh. And you know what I'm saying? And people yeah. just be, and I was telling Camille, <laughs> see, me and Camille sitting up, and I made up hundreds, hundreds of text messages, thousands of messages on Instagram, and messages that was like, you know, this Thanksgiving holiday season, may your family be blessed yeah. always, and may the blessings of the world come and flow into your home. Oh, and no I'm just question. Like, and oh. I'm just like, <laughs> no I'm reading these messages, and I'm just Abundance. like, Bruh. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, where is this like, this aura or this uh, type of feeling. October Where is 5th. this set? October yeah, like, 5th. Like, why my phone, bro? I ain't got no one of them messages today. Thanksgiving been gone. It's been passed. But why I ain't receiving them messages now? Like, why is it, why is it, why is it something with the holiday or when be something careful happens? careful, Omar, when you say stuff like that on the podcast, though. <laughs> you will be randomly getting them jokes. Oh, <laughs> bro. It's just like, why you know, why you can't show mm-hmm. your appreciation and your love for somebody, man, just mm-hmm. every single day? And the same thing, yeah. Carl, and that just triggers something in me. Because, yeah. Carl, I was just thinking about how people wait to some tragic happen to go ahead and start hugging right. on their kids, hugging yeah. on their spouse, telling their brother, telling whoever that they love them, they got to wait to some tragic happen. And when you can do that right now. Now. Right now. Yep. yep. Yeah. No. Um, speaking of miracles, man, shout out to my sister-in-law, Camille, and uh, her husband, Jeremy. They Jeremy. just had their first baby. I don't, I don't really know. Well, I guess they wouldn't mind, but uh, shout out to E as well. Um, man, we at the beginning of this year, uh, they had uh, it, it taken some time. I don't put nobody business out, but it had taken some time for them to get pregnant. And um, I want to make sure I give E his flowers right now, as mm-hmm. I'm sure they wouldn't mind that part of it. But um, we end up having a birthday party for Camille. And uh, what, were you there, Carl? I don't Mm-mm. know if you okay. Mm-mm. I know Ma was there and Camille was yep. there. Yep. Um, crazy faith. But yeah, crazy faith. I just thought about it when, you know, I saw Ma's mm-hmm. shirt, but, you know, they were having a tough time conceiving for some years, and uh, we had Camille's birthday party. I want to say, what, February, right? Yeah, it was early in the year. Yeah, fe- right before uh, COVID. And mm-hmm. last time you could go outside, um, it might have either – yeah, it must have been right before we left uh, London. And, um, man, years, years they were trying to conceive. And uh, I don't know, E, what, you and Candace got together or something, but E stood up. We, we, everybody was having dinner. It was like an outdoor kind of like vibe where it's like outdoor, indoor with like the heat lamps or whatever. Everybody's having a good time. And he stood up out of nowhere and was like, hey, hold up. Everybody slow up. And he started it off and was just like, look, you know, we know the desires of your heart to get pregnant and, you know, the whole nine. And, you know, prayed over her and the whole room prayed over. And sure enough, I mean, what is December, you know, and she had the baby. So, um, you know, talking about right after she got pregnant. So just an amazing, amazing story, testimony. And we were all right there. Like, Ma, you, you can stop me if I'm making this up. We all was sitting right there. Mm-hmm. And here we are in December. And uh, they got a, a healthy uh, baby girl, Amen. Ivy Noel. Amen. So Amen. congratulations to them, man. Definitely want to show them yeah. some love yeah. as well, man. And, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good time of year, man. It's, you know, we're getting all the, all the Christmas stuff together. You know, Avery running down everything she wants to me on her list. <laughs> I promise you, bro, she, she is a trip. Uh, but anyway, so how, how's y'all Christmas uh, uh, shopping going? Y'all, y'all getting y'all stuff together? What, you start now or you going to wait till the 24th? Hey, Camille told me I'm good, bro. 
She told me I'm good. She said yeah. I'm good for the next five years, bro. Praise God. Praise God. Hey, should, should we Praise ask God. what you did, Maul, or should uh, we not put that I on the I already know, but go ahead, Maul. I already know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I saw the ring. You know what I'm mm, saying? Nah, I saw, oh. Come on, Maul. Nah, so every birthday, you know, we either go out the country somewhere. You know, we try to do something special for, you know, and me and Camille always try to outdo each other for each other's birthday. Like, I'm trying to Look at that smile on his face. For what she Look that, at that bro. smile. No, <laughs> look so, at it. You know what I'm saying? So, look at it. No, so, <laughs> hey, so we got married. Your teeth, they never talk, been e, that e, way. E, I'm going to talk to you, man. So, E, <laughs> we got married, you know, 18 years ago, almost 19 years ago. And, you know, that was before the real estate. That was before any business. You know, that was back when I was a police officer, right? And I was making, like, you know, $36,000 or whatever. And that's that was that was before taxes, um, and yeah, I couldn't really afford to get her the type of ring, you know, that I wanted to get her. But at the time, I got her what I could afford, and so you know, during the years we've been busy, and you know, and even still, the ring I got her was a nice ring. But we went to New York one time, and the diamond literally fell out the ring somewhere. We don't even know. Mm. We said, Mister Childs, we don't even know where the diamond was at. I just looked up at her ring, and the diamond was gone, mm. and so. I just went and like, I don't know, maybe like a few months later, went and bought her another ring that was just, you know, just like a, you know, yeah. forever ring, I oh, think yeah. it's called. Yeah. And I always just like, man, you know, I'm gonna wait till our 20th year wedding anniversary, and man, I'm gonna just get her this big old fat ring and this and that, the ring that she deserves. And then I was just sitting back thinking, man, like, like Jamal, you don't Come never on. just wait until the perfect yeah. time or wait until a date. Our mm. 20th year wedding anniversary is in two years. So I'm gonna wait two years to get her something that she deserves today. So I was like, no. Nah. So, you know, so uh, her birthday came along and I had uh, me and C actually, we had something real sweet set up. You think I should put it out there, C, or should I wait? You should wait. Cause so in case we do it later again. <laughs> she our Camille uh, already know though. Oh, oh okay, okay. Cause I was hey, gonna go say for it. we gonna do it. We gonna still do it. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. I want you to hear this next level of paper. Go ahead, say it, Ma. <laughs> yeah, so I had, you know, a friend of mine, he's a singer or whatever. And uh, he actually sang background for several different um, singers, but Jennifer Hudson would be one. And so I got in contact with him and was just like, man, let me just try because of the COVID thing. So I told C and Candace, like, hey, you know, I know that they always, you know, coming through Chicago. So I was like, hey, we're going to set this up. We're going to go ahead, man. Look, I'm going to get Jennifer Hudson to come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> and she gonna sing like you know I'm gonna do this fancy dinner. So CJ's Crazy favorite, fact. his favorite restaurant is Steak 48. So and because they're shut down because of COVID, I got in contact with the manager of Steak 48, and then he got me the actual chef. And so I was having the chef come over to the house, and then I had Jennifer Hudson. I had her already signed up with her hey, manager. Most cats try to get somebody from the church <laughs> just to sing a little, you know, tune. Hey, Jamie, yeah, yeah. Ja come on, oh, Jamie. Ja hey, Jamie She's wouldn't sad. have been bad too. But you know, so yeah, Jennifer Hudson was gonna come, and she was gonna sing just to the full verse in, in, in the dining room wow. at the house, and we was just gonna have, you know, had a dinner, and then she was gonna sing her like five or six songs. Man, I was gonna tip her driver though. No, I ain't no, gonna no, lie. No, you know no, no. Give her a and driver. And then when Eve went. When 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 the numbers start rising, man, her manager dog sent me a message, bro, and it just broke my heart. And it was only like a few days after mm. uh, before Camille's birthday, mm. and so I had to scramble mm. around like, man, what am I gonna do? Like, bro, I had it all set up, and then Camille just looked at me and she was like, "What's wrong?" I was sitting on the couch one day, and I just looked like I was hurt, and she's like, "What's wrong?" And I was just like, "Man, I had the perfect." Dream girls. Oh, <laughs> dream girls. Oh, so, dream girls. coming through. Make a long story short. So that didn't work, man. So then I just told C, like, man, I'm not even going to wait no longer. I ain't going to wait until our anniversary. 
you know, I'm just going to go ahead, man, and get her the ring that she deserves. And I said, every piece of jewelry she has, I've always picked it out for her. I always, you know, hey, here you go. I said, I'm going to do something different, man. I'm just going to go ahead, grab her, take her downtown and on the Mag Mile, and then just let her pick out her. Mag Mile. On the Mag Mile, and then just let her pick out her own diamond. And then so we went. She didn't know where we was going. And then we just went ahead, man. I pulled up to the spot. And then we went up in there, and then I was just like, and the ladies at first, I was looking at them to see if they was going to talk to me crazy. Like, hey, what's more affordable and this and that? We got the, this section over here. And I was just like, no, nah, mm. I was like, she got an open book, whatever she want. That's what I want to get her. And so, we, man, we finally got it. We just picked it up. So she got it on her finger right now. And uh, mm. yeah, she told me I'm good for like the next, you know what I'm saying, Let's the next five go. Christmas. So. <laughs> Let's go. I want to say the next five. <laughs> next, next five. I'm just hey, saying, man. it's just hard. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, facts, yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I tell you between diamonds yeah. on the magma, helicopters, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. surprise weddings, yo, bro, you gotta be. Hey, gotta, don't forget to add in the fact that yeah, I'm handsome. A lot you know of y'all want to run with this crew. I'm telling y'all, you, hey, yeah, you gotta be careful who you who you uh, yoke up with. I promise you that. You know what I'm saying? I Getting kind of hectic, eh? Yeah, yeah no <laughs> question, bro. Yeah. So, no yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Carl got the squad going out to Cali. He oh, good. Yes, you sir. Everybody doing Ooh. a little something. Um, I'm, I'm still, now I'm like, shoot, I don't know what I'm about to do. Lord have mercy. We just uh, refied the crib. How about that? Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to, you know what I'm trying That's to make a big some, investment. Trying to get a couple crumbs. Trying yeah. to get a couple cars for the race. You know, my you girl me? from the D, you know what I'm saying? She like, look, let's make a sound financial decision real quick. I'm just saying, for real, bro. You got to get them chips for it. If you're going to play in Ma's uh, arena, you got to get them chips. You got to catch everything in and get them chips. Oh, you got to. You got to. No, Ma putting pressure on for sure. Um, yeah, no question. So, you know, we're going to figure something out. The rest no of us, question. don't worry, y'all. We, we Hold on. We're going to find something. Don't let CJ fool you. Eat a house in Cali, like that took his toll yet, or you still got some buffer time with that? Oh. Um, no, yeah. she just got furniture. I got a, I got a couple. Oh, so you got I a got a couple bit. of weeks. I got, <laughs> yeah, her furniture weeks. just came in, and uh, let me just say this: there's no art van, and uh, understood <laughs> in San Diego. Hey, no it's van. not. Hey, they ain't nothing here either no more. Oh, you know the crazy part about it? I'm sitting here like our van be taxing sometimes uh, too. What it, you talking about? Yeah, our yeah. van, shoot, uh, y'all, y'all got paper, dog. Oh, when you know Didi go shopping, she go into mm. those furniture stores where it is nobody. And you got an appointment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Oh, no. Ma, Ma, I be going to these stores, Ma. Like, how did they survive? Because I like when we first started going to them, I used to be like, the first one, Ma, we went to, actually, the, even the one we use here, for the most part, they turned us on to, uh, it was on the Magma. That's mm. what, that's the first place, like the furniture she got the crib, at, you know, in Lansing. That's where she got it from. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would walk in, Ma, and be like, yo, how they surviving? There's mm. nobody in this joint. Like, they just got to sell one couch a month to meet quota. It, that's, <laughs> it. that's it. One and couch then, a month and uh, they good. And when Didi sat down and did the, like, I want that couch and those two chairs. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and the lady gave me the price, Ma. I was like, oh, okay, I see. I see how y'all, um, yeah. and, 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 and you know, we was moderate, moderate. You know what I'm saying? We was modest the first, you know, go round. You know what I'm saying? Didi's not the person that likes a whole, whole bunch of stuff, you know, but... Um, she was telling me, oh, yeah, this person, she was naming people. They came in and they bought this and that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're, mm. I see exactly how mm. you, I see exactly how you stay in business and get the Botox. 
and get the phone out of Botox. Right, right. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Wow. You got the Diddy couch. <laughs> Him and, e and Diddy. The only two in the world. You know uh, what I'm saying? With the couch. And I don't even think you're allowed. Are you allowed to sit on it? Is it one of them or? Well, um, people started sitting on it in Lance, and it took about a year or so, but then people got comfortable. Oh, I never sat on it. Let me just say this. The kids, and I love uh, children because they, they have no, yeah, like, they're they not care. really on that. They don't know the difference between a $200 couch no. and a $2,000. They don't know the difference. So the kids definitely uh, broke it in. You know what I'm saying? So and I love to see Dee Dee. I just like to see her face. I just like to look. At this. Oh, <laughs> her, oh. Her when they jump on the couch, you just look at D like, whoa, whoa. Um, yeah, no, nah, man. Hey, it's a good time of year, man. I like hearing the Christmas music. We yeah. drove, looked at Christmas lights. We on that ministry now. I see Carl pick up Carl. Oh, yes, he got sir. candy canes in the front yard. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yes, I'm sir. like, okay, Carl. Y'all got lights up too? I couldn't oh, tell. Daytime. I got lights all over the place. Oh, for real? Oh, I told y'all. My man oh, told me to buy say that. Yeah, after the season. Say that. Yeah, oh, I got lights everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. Wow. Yep. No, I can see the, the candy canes, but I ain't see the hookup. So, all right, cool. Well, enough about y'all. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, ooh. Okay. All right. So, he sent me, uh, he put up a post. And the post went viral, right? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just read it verbatim, E, and then we can kind of get into the topic matter at hand. Ma was ready that, to get into it before the podcast. Started, <laughs> I don't so know if this is I'm, like I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna revert to Ma. <laughs> hey, I, why? I'm saying this seemed heavy for like Christmas season. We should have said it to January. <laughs> we going right well, in on this, folks. This is a New Year's hey, resolution. This hey, definitely right. We, yeah, we probably need to do it now, Maul, so they can go into the new year right. Mm. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, this is, okay, so, <laughs> the did, did you make this up? Yeah, I did. I did. Wow. I did. Got, a, got a little, got a little it got, support. It got, it got a little Amal. color purple to it, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know about if I was the only one that felt like it was a little, like, oh. This sounds like you need the insurance bucket all day long. Oh, I hey. promise you, I don't. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just read it to y'all, and then we'll go from mm. there. Hey, you know how you watch like a movie, and it's like based on, you know, uh, <laughs> true story. Uh, what did they say? Life, um, not true story, but based on like life circumstances. Like this is, yeah, this is real. Mm. All right, uh, it, 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 and it ain't biblical. That's what I, that's what I love <laughs> most about it. He come from the word every week. <laughs> It <laughs> just randomly threw up. Hey, okay. Not in. Hey, Ma, I get one day where I get to just keep it funky. Oh, right, I promise right, you. Right. Hey, hold oh. on. You know I'm with it. All right. All right. So without further ado, uh, the quote says, before you do me wrong, breathe, count to 10, think it through, and make sure you never need me again. Mm. Just saying. Let me say it one more time. Hold on. Mm. For the people <laughs> it, in the back. Say it, say it slow. One time for the people in the back. <laughs> before the you back. do me wrong, before you do it, breathe, count to 10, think it through, and make sure you never need me again. Just saying. Mm. I'll, I'll, you, I'll, I'll hang up and let E talk. Yeah, no, 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 no. So just, I just want to, um, this is based on what Carl was saying. Like, yo, Carl, and I mean this with all my heart. You know, because it's something that I'm not a writer at heart. Like, that's not something that I particularly care to do. I don't like to write. So when I do write, I reflect more when I write. You know what I'm saying? When I speak, it's very spontaneous. You feel me? Very spontaneous. But when I write, 
you know, I write it. Then, of course, you know, I'm not saying everybody does this, but because my gift isn't writing, I write, you know, I look at it, make sure everything's straight. I, I write it again. I usually ask, you know, one or two people like, yo, this makes sense to sound right. Yep, boom, then we go for it. And I actually changed it more because it didn't originally have breathe, count to 10. It didn't have mm, that. Mm. You know, Straight for the um, jugular. Yeah, it didn't have that. <laughs> yeah, and so what I want to say to people is like, yo, this is a very positive, you know, very, um, I'm thinking of you type of quote. Even though it <laughs> sounds like it's got a sting to it, mm. it's Some really little- saying like, yo, for real, I know what I am in your life and I know what I do for you. Like you really probably, you need to think it through, like for real, because you're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't think it through, you're about, you're about to lose something. Here's the one thing I want to say, and I want to say this like for real, in, in all humility and in the spirit of, you know, Yahweh, I, I live my life in a way where I'm such a blessing to people that in most relationships, I'm not going to lose if you leave me. Like just being 100, very few relationships that I have where it's in a situation where if you, if, if you leave me, my whole world about to crumble. Now, I'm just keeping it 100. There, there are those relationships, but yeah. there are very few and far in between. Yeah. Most of the relationships that I have, you benefit more based mm-hmm. on the things that I do for you than the things you do for me. And I, right. for real, I say that with all humility. Like I'm not, this ain't no, no bragging tip. This is all praises be the you know Yahweh this is something Oakwood taught me enter to learn depart to serve so this is all about being a servant and and so I when I wrote this I wrote it to let people know like yo because there are people in my life who will snap you feel me and get emotional and make a decision based on their emotions like almost like I'm about to show you and I'm like yo I just want like yo I feel where you are right now because I'm human I feel you. I'm a human and you might not like the way I, 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 you know, for whatever, that day you might not have felt me. And I feel you. But don't let that one day of maybe a misunderstanding or maybe you weren't, like I didn't treat you the way that you probably expect me to do normally. Now, my motives were still 100%. Like I'm never the dude that's whatever. But I'm dealing with people in my life who are very emotional and they say stuff. And I'm like, yo, I don't know if you really know what you're saying, but you better think about what you're saying because once you cross me, it's over. You feel me? And you're going to wake up maybe two or three days later and you're going to regret you said what you said, not because you necessarily regret it, but because the thing that I was doing for you, I'm no longer doing it and you felt you feeling it now. You feeling the brunt of it. You feel me? So I really said that, see, out of care for people and then not just for my relationships, but a lot of relationships that people are in, they get in their feelings. Do you have a business plan, dream, or idea that you need to make official? Have you been wanting to start that LLC or nonprofit, but haven't yet taken the necessary steps? Are you an entrepreneur who's overwhelmed by details of your business that are outside of your wheelhouse? Details like copyrights, trademarks, legal documentation, state filings. Well, don't wait for 2021 to do what you can do today. Give the gift to yourself that won't stop giving. Financial success, independence, and safety are just a resource away. Resource Me is your personal toolbox of back-end resources. We're here not just to get you started in building and creating your business, but also to help protect your company and its assets. So if you're putting off filing documents, creating your corporate entity, 
trademarking and copyright protecting your content, and a host of other details you're uncertain moving forward with? Visit www.resourcemellc.com and use the code RESOURCEMENOW for a 20% discount on all of our services. Move forward. We've got you covered. And here's what I want to say, and we said it last week, and I just want to make sure you, 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 you really know where I'm going. The reason why I'm telling you to be careful when you're in your feelings is because they're not substantial. And a lot of times you're feeling what you're feeling, it has no empirical evidence, no data to support why you're feeling the way you're feeling. So all I'm telling you is, it's nothing wrong. The Bible says be angry, but sin not. Meaning what? Like you might be in your feelings sometimes, but don't get so deep into your feelings that now you letting your feelings make you make decisions or moves that are feelings based. And they have, they have no merit whatsoever. And then, then you make the decision and then you come back later, like four or five days later, and you realize like, yo, I put my foot in my mouth, right? I want to say something else, but I'm going to go there. Because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like generally a cusser, but you put your foot in your mouth. And then now you got to, most of you will not come back. Just being real about most humans. Most humans, because you are in a state of embarrassment, because of your pride and your ego, even when you know you messed up, you will right. not, you will, you will not right. say you messed up. You will not surrender. You will not give in. You will continue to live in that state of lack and that state of poverty or illness or sickness or pain. Let's just be real. Most people, you get to a point where you realize, yo, I screwed up. But it's, man, it's so funny. Even the man, even today, y'all, it's something small. But my wife got a, uh, somebody sent her some information. And so she got the phrase, you know, incorrect. And so she went to the farmer's market and asked, and it was like, oh no, we don't got that. Let's go back and check. And was like, we don't got that. So later we were doing lunch together and she's like, yo, I think I got the word wrong. I was like, oh, okay, well look it up. What is it? And she's like, yo, this is what I should have asked them for. I was like, oh, I bet. Let's go back and ask. And she's like, I ain't going in there. I was like, what you mean you ain't going in there? She's like, I, I ain't say the word right. I don't want to go in there looking stupid. <laughs> I was like, look stupid. Like, you met, like they gave you the wrong, whoever gave it to you, gave you the wrong word. Just go in there and make it a joke. Like, whatever. Small thing, Mama. Let me just say this. We came to the crib. You feel me? I'm not making it like mm. something massively mm. deep. Yeah, but I'm yeah, saying yeah, we yeah. came home. Like, we didn't go to the store right. and say, and then ask for what, you know what I'm saying? Because my wife was just like, yo, I just, I messed up, whatever. And so there are a lot of people, man, you were letting your, <laughs> uh, your pride get in the way. So I just want to say before we start the dialogue, and of course, uh, Ma, I'm asking all y'all to, 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 those of you who are or you're not, let's put a little bit more flesh on it because I just feel like, unfortunately, for a lot of people, when they mess up, I don't know why, but I'm sorry, it's one of the hardest words for human to say. It's just like, I don't know, like, it's just, I'm sorry. Like, it ain't even long. It's not, it's, it's not like a 50 cent word. It's not complicated. But for a lot of humans, even when they realize like, yo, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. It's difficult for them to come back and say, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I messed up. I was wrong. You know, let's move on. And so what I want to do is I want to help people since it's so hard for you to say you sorry. I want to take a, I want to, I want to help emotional people. Because again, COVID-19, a lot of people are stuck in the crib and people don't understand how that is having an impact on them, being stuck in the crib, not being able to travel a lot. You know, like people, I would say more, I don't know, I don't have no stats on this, 
But I would think it's safe to say that a lot of people are in emotional states right now. Probably more, they're probably more um, susceptible to mental and emotional stress than they probably were three, four years ago by being stuck in. And so it's, we're probably in a state where we're making more emotional decisions right now than we've probably ever made in the history of mankind. Now, I'm, I'm exaggerating, maybe in the Great Depression, but individuals may have a challenge, but I'm saying as a collective, because we stuck in, and a lot of us now, we're not about to get a lot of sunshine because of the winter, you feel me? And we're about to be stuck in the crib, not just with COVID, but with the weather. You're going to be seeing snow, and the snow going to be pretty the first day. By third day, it's dirt. You know what I'm saying? It's dirty, it's muddy. You know, um, the humidity going to get sucked out the air. And so I think this is really a good time to really walk through those who've lost loved ones, those who just, you know, the holiday slump. Now, a lot of us don't go through it. It don't mean it ain't real, though, just because we ain't going through it. And so I think this will be a good time as the holidays come around to really help people to not be as emotional as we probably could be and really be more rational because I'm just learning the hard way. The more rational you're thinking, the more rational your decisions. The more rational your decisions, the probability of the outcomes being great, yeah, are, are significantly higher than when you're in the emotional state. Um, man, that's a, that's a lot to chew on. So I'm trying <laughs> to even figure out where to yeah. go from here. I want to I want to take it back because I I think this is important and I think we should probably dissect it from the top. You said that there's only maybe maybe a small handful of relationships. And I don't know why you, when you said that I heard Tupac, all I need in this life is sending me and my girlfriend. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just went through my head and had like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and I know what you mean. Like, yo, obviously Didi, like you, like, I want, let's talk about anchor relationships, right? Like, I think that's important because when we look at, you know, the problems and the trials and tribulations, like it's going to be all around. But I, I just, as you talking, I'm thinking, when me and my wife are settled and on one accord, like other things can be going wrong and it don't seem that bad. When you and your spouse, and again, I'm asking mm -hmm. you, I'm asking everybody to chime in on this. We all just so happen to be married to amazing women and our anchor relationship is our marriage. But for people out there, you don't have an anchor relationship. And I think it's dangerous e, when you don't have that anchor relationship. What happens is you start to make decisions and you start to, uh, become emotional in other relationships, right? Does that make sense where I'm going with that? Yeah. Like you find yeah. yourself being in a deficit. And so what happens when you're in an anchor relationship, you're tied to something and that something is able to feed back and forth off of you so you don't have that type of energy. Mm -hmm. Like I just noticed that when E and Diddy on one accord and it's like sweet, E sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like E sweet. Now, I'm not saying he can't perform when they not on one accord, which, by the way, mm -hmm. since he got rebaptized, he's been on one accord a lot more than he was probably before. But I'm just no going question. back e, to, to, to pre-baptismal pool. When mm -hmm. you and Diddy wasn't on one accord, like, me and our relationship wasn't the same. Yeah. Like, me and you would have a little tension. I'm like, yo, well, I, I, me and Ken is good, so I come to, hey, e. And you like, ah, oh, see, you know, it, it just... The energy. No question. So can you yeah. can you speak to that first part where you said, yo, I, I, I'm not really tripping off like these outside, you know, these fringe relationships, if you will. And I hate yeah. to use it like that, but but maybe 
relationships that aren't anchor relationships, finding that anchor relationship and how important it is and how you function with the rest of the relationships. Shoot, I mean, you just said it. See, it's everything, you know? And I think a lot of times we, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, because it's not big, you know? It's like an anchor sea is an anchor. Like, you look at a massive ship, Maul, an anchor compared to a ship, Maul. Come on, bro. Like, if you're not, if you're not careful, you could right, miss it. Right, 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 right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, physically, like, with the eye, you're looking at this great massive ship. Anchor? Come on. But, bruh, that anchor, if you are a sailor, you understand, bruh, you ain't about to go, you ain't about to leave the land without that anchor, bruh. <laughs> like, 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 you will be tossed and driven by this big old, look at the, look at, and I don't know the dimensions of it, forgive me, didn't pay attention in school, but I know the ocean. When you, like, y'all been on a cruise before, bruh, once you leave, uh, people be thinking like New York, big city of dreams, you know, concrete jungle. Get your butt out in that water and go Ooh. for a minute. Like, like you think you think New York is something. You you think a, a a skyline is something. You take your butt in the ocean and see how humble you feel. You take hey. your butt in the ocean and you see how little you are. Doctor like Google, seventy one percent of the earth. I'm just I'm just googling. Doctor <laughs> Google said seventy one percent of the Earth's surface is water. Seventy. Come so on. that's two thirds. A little more than two thirds. You know, almost almost three quarters of the Earth is water. So yeah. it's water. So when you get out there, Ma, you feel small, you feel little, you on that cruise ship and you looking at all that water like, bro, if anything happened, it's a, it's a, it's a wrap, bro. Like your life is over, right? And so when you look at the anchor in all that water, you thinking this is nothing. But man, the anchor itself, Ma, the way it's designed is to protect that big massive ship. And so when I realized, man, you know, my wife, the Bible said he didn't find up a wife, find up a good thing. Listen to me, not a girlfriend, not a fiance. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You, you don't, you can't change the scripture. He that find up a wife, find up a good thing. Not a, not a side chick, not a whatever. Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm telling you what the Bible says. And I don't want you to put your, insert your girl in there if it's not a, a wife. You know, he that find up a wife. He that find, find the chick I'm shacking up with. And they say that <laughs> it, yeah, back when Carl was so living funny. in San. Why do you think Carl got since, married? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> since the anchor is so important, I need to stop letting the world mall tell me that the ship is the most important thing. Mm. <laughs> the, the anchor, meaning what? That one small thing is going to protect and secure everything else. Hmm. And we think it's the opposite. We think it's the, um, what do you call it? We think it's the bank account. We think it's the, it's the, you know, it's the car. We think it's the, the house. We think it's the career. We think it's what people say about us. The Bible never said the, a man that finding for house, finding for good blessings of the Lord. The Bible said the man that finding for wife finds favor of the Lord. <laughs> it means the God of the universe was like, oh, see, you just got married. Oh, I, you got some favor that everybody else don't have. You got, I got you. Carl, you what? Are you ready to commit? Oh, I got you. So, oh, okay, Ma, you said I do? Okay, Cam Camille just gave you a favor from God that you can't get from nothing else, bro. Come on. How deep is that, Ma? How deep is that, Ma? So, yeah, I know we talk about bank accounts and all that, but, bro, the blessings that you get from a wife, and if, and if you choose the uh, virtuous woman, mm. bro, God about to hook you up. So, for me, see, I start realizing, like, yo, E, you have to pay more attention to this relationship. And I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I wasn't. Like, I was 
killing it. But I had this one thing that I was like, yo, you ain't going to die if I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're not about to force me to be all you want me to be. You feel me? Like, you're like, yeah, okay, I, I, I post up now. I'm working on my free throws. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you want me to, come on now, you're killing me. And God was like, no, 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 no. Actually, by her telling you what you're doing wrong and you fixing it, that's actually going to be the blessing you pray for. All the stuff that you're looking to get comes after you control your, um, um, and I want to say this right, your disposition. Because it's not about, you know, when I'm, you know, like, I'm, I don't agree and I'm going back and forth. God was like, this has nothing to do with that. You have, what you don't realize is that you, you get to a point in your life that you have no control whatsoever. <laughs> like of your, of your disposition. Yeah. Like it, it, once that button is click E, you like the Hulk. And when you go there, you can't turn it off. And when you turn it off, because I'm, I'm not trying to dog y'all out with this quote. I'm really telling y'all the truth. If you grew up, and I grew up, and you know, I'm a, I'm a lot older than y'all. I grew up on a show called The Hulk. Like they show The Hulk now. But there was literally a TV show when I was coming up about The Hulk. And what would happen is when my man turned green, I promise you, Ma, he didn't stay green. But when he came back to himself, it would always be total devastation, bro. Mm. He didn't tow up all kind of stuff. And then he looking around like, mm. who did that? <laughs> My man like, where'd that happen? Who did that? Like, Because he in the room with the shirt tore up. You know, he got a little green on his arm. He like, where did this come from? And he looked. Wow. And the people who were close to him was like, bro, you did all of this. Mm. And he like, when and where? It was like, yo, you got into that thing again. And once you get there, and so to see his point, God was like, this has nothing to do with Didi. Didi is a blessing to you in that she's a mirror. And the thing that you don't want to recognize that, yes, you've come a long way, but you still have this glaring issue that needs to be addressed. And you can't get mad at her for being the mirror that's yeah. telling you you need to get it done. So when I finally, to see his point, when I finally addressed it, and we me and Didi talk about it all the time, like, woo, that, I didn't even know if you could overcome that. By God's grace, I overcame that. And I just realized it not just in Didi, but in a lot of my worlds, because I'm so much calmer and I'm in control of my disposition, I'm not saying certain things. I'm not doing certain things that I'll regret later. And I'll be real. Maybe some of them because of my ego, I didn't regret, but they were still destructive. I don't have to deal with that stuff no more, see? And I just mean the collateral damage that yeah. came from being that person. All right, shout out to HelloFresh, man, our sponsor for this show. HelloFresh offers convenient, no contact delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. The recipes are easy to follow with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way. Great value. You save 40%, you heard me right, 40% when you use HelloFresh versus shopping at the grocery store. HelloFresh delivers fresh, high-quality, pre-portioned, that's the key, guys, pre-portioned ingredients so you can make meals that are delicious and nutritious. And get this, over 90% of the ingredients are sourced directly from the growers to ensure the freshest recipes are delivered right to your door. So I've been called a tree hugger before, right? And that's okay. For those of you that are like myself and that you're, you're concerned about the impact on the environment, get this. By skipping the grocery store and using HelloFresh, you're actually reducing your food waste by at least 25%. Next level, y'all. My daughter, Jessie, she made us get the, uh, the coconut curry chicken for her birthday, the week of her birthday. She was like, we gotta have the coconut curry chicken. And y'all know we got that Caribbean roots in us, right? Man, but that has become our absolute favorite 
favorite is the coconut curry chicken with kale over some basmati rice. So remember, you can keep your fridge stocked by adding extra meals, proteins, quick meals like breakfast or on-the-go 10-minute lunches, even desserts to satisfy that sweet tooth. HelloFresh is also committed to giving back. And you can get involved with HelloFresh's Beyond the Box program where you, you heard me correctly, you can give nutritious meals to those experiencing food insecurity with just a couple clicks in the HelloFresh app, guys. You can navigate to the extra section of your menu page in the app. So go to HelloFresh.com forward slash 80 success and use the promo code 80 success. Again, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash 80 success and use the code 80 success to get $80 off, including free shipping. So still, I still want to, you know, dissect this a little bit more. Um, so were you able to, how important do you think it was to, I, obviously you got rebaptized, right? But yeah. how important was it that you were able to identify your triggers for what put you in that space and what were they, if you don't mind us asking? I don't think you ever talked about the things that would get, because we all know you as E, you know, mm -hmm. you, you people, you know what's funny? Uh, I don't know if I ever really said this on the podcast. Do y'all know the reason I started this podcast? Like the, the real reason I started this podcast, just for, for, for those of y'all out there who are curious, we started this podcast, we've been doing this, what, five years now, something mm -hmm. like that we said? Mm -hmm. You know why I started this podcast? Because... I, like we had got to a point where he was like becoming a household name, and I would be like, uh, people might see me with like a, a, a grind gear shirt on or something like that, and they'd be like, "Yo, okay, et whatever," and I might be like, "Oh yeah, like, you know, I, I'm you know I roll with E or something like that," and they'd be like, or or they'd be like, "Oh, what do you do?" I'm like, "Well, you know, Eric Thomas," and they would be like, "The real angry guy from YouTube," yeah. and I was like. What? And they would be like the real, cause, you know, because I'm, but I'm thinking if somebody sent you greatness is upon you. Right, if somebody sent you like, what's mm. your why? Yeah. You will watch those videos and look at E and be like, "Yo, my man is like a drill sergeant. Like he wake green. up, he, he green." I'm like, y'all don't green. even understand that E is really, you know, real chill. Like yeah. any as y'all see, and so so I really wanted to start the podcast because I was like, "Yo, E's funny. Like he's a family man. He's a teddy bear. Like I, I'm way harder than E. You know what I'm saying? Like I go <laughs> ten times harder on you than E will ever go on you." And so I wanted to bring the I wanted to start the podcast because I wanted the people to like start enjoying E and the totality of his character. So I think even since we've been doing that, it's probably still hard for people E who listen to the podcast to go, I can't really see E snapping off like that, like like getting pissed and having the whole crib in disarray. What were your triggers back then? Like like what what oh, could it was happen? Only one. Okay. Yeah, it was only one. And me and my wife talked about it. It's funny. We talked about it, um, we talked about it today. Or is either last night we talked about it, but my biggest hookup mall, you know, was I felt like, and again, I'll have to always preference this because, you know, people hear you and then they want to, you know, have their opinion or whatever. And I don't say this to disrespect my mother, um, but I felt like my mother made some decisions, you know, without me. And again, I know you thinking like, Negro, please, you was five years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody about to stay single for you. Like, that don't even make sense. But because my mother didn't tell me the truth about who my father was, the, the, um, the weird piece about it is, you know, when you're five, I guess, you know, you think about Avery, man. You think about, um, you think about your son-in-law, Carl, you think about your, your daughter. And you know how, like, when a child is five, they still young, but they still, like, you can kind of tell, like, you could look at Avery, like, I don't know what Avery know or what she don't know, but she's right. smarter than I think she is. Right, right. 
You, you, you feel oh. what I'm saying? It's like, I don't really know what they know hey, at that age. Let me, tell you but I know. Smart, let me tell you how smart she is. Keep it the thought, E. Yeah, no, no, go for it. I got my thought. Go said, for it. As Joker said, uh, she said, I'll play you rock, paper, scissors for it. And they do, we do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. She, she go, <laughs> she was like, if I do this, I get to stay up and do whatever. She said, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And I threw up the rock. She threw up this. <laughs> And and I said, I it. said, what you doing now? She said, shoot, you lost. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I said, oh, wow. I said, what? She had the gun out. She like, daddy, a gun going to be the rock. I said, you right. All day. You know All so, day. You're right. My, you baby, my baby you is a genius. Continue on. You know what I'm saying? Continue on. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was the situation where it's kind of hard to explain more, but I knew, I knew plus people was telling me like, this is not my father. Yep. So you got to understand, Ma, you going from like 5 to 12, it's like it's a weird dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, it's got to be the truth because my mom telling me this. Mm-hmm. But I know something is wrong. And so you got you to think about, you know, that. And then when you find out, Ma, like, yo, what I thought was right. You lied to me all this time. So at that point, it became a situation. I just told, man, no, it's today me and Diddy was not talking about me, but we was talking about another maybe individual in my same circumstances. Like, why they don't want nobody to? And I was like, Didi, at that moment, all I ever wanted was control of my life. That's it. That's it. I'm not a bad dude. I just, I told Didi, I was like, yo, it's even funny. I said, Didi, what you don't realize? And I said, and I love you for it. Like, I'm not tripping. But you have to understand as a, as a pilot, like 90% of the time you're going to get your way. You got to understand what it's like being in a household with a person like you who's a high D and C, like 90% of the time you write. You feel me? So it's like I go from one situation of leaving home because I want to be in control of my life to being in a situation where I'm married to somebody who always want to be in control. My life is <laughs> and not I'm like, mine. I'm, I'm, I get myself. I get myself. My life is not mine. So I was just telling Didi, I was like, yo, Didi, it's been hard for me because the difference between me and you, and I said, yo, you're not wrong for this, Didi. I'm wrong, but, I, but, I, but it's my psyche. I and I realized that the reason why I've been a terrible supervisor or a terrible leader is because I never tell you what to do because I don't want to be told what to do. Hmm. But Wait, the difference between me that's and a lot a of people, Ma, is no. I'm going to get up and I'm going to work for my freedom. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't yeah. about to be playing. Like When I tell you I don't want nobody to be over me, wow. I mean that with all my heart, bro. Like, I don't want nobody to tell me what to do. But it also means I'm going to get up and go make my money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get up and go ha handle my business. I'm not relying on you in no way because I don't want to put my success in your hand. Not meaning that you're a bad person. I just don't know. It, you know what I'm saying? And again, it goes back to trust. Like, I can't trust my mama. I, I don't know who I could trust, bro. You feel me? I'm just keeping it 100. And it ain't nothing like against humans. But it's like, you, you feel like you can't trust your mama. What human being will you trust? You feel me? And so it took years, see, yeah. for me to just realize, like, yo, you don't really want to deal with this because you love your mom and you have such a great relationship with your mom and you don't want to cause your mom no pain, but you lost your trust in the most important human on this earth to you. You feel me? Like, you lost, you, you, you don't trust the person that you love the most because you don't know who your daddy is. You feel me? And so the, on, the, on the back end of trust is control. You feel me? It's control. And so I would feel like sometimes, imagine, Ma, you are, you are debating with a high pilot, high air traffic control. You feel me? Like, this is the person you're debating with, and everything is just facts, 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 facts. 
and bump your feelings, 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 feelings. And so there'll be times, not just with my wife, but just people in general, like, yo, I'm not mad at you. I'm not telling you what to do. Why are you even coming telling me what to do? Like, why are you in my space? Like, why are you over my life? Like, don't you got a life? Go live your life. Like, why are you trying to tell me what to do? Why are you trying to tell me how to speak? Why are you trying to tell me how to write? Why are you trying? Like, just go do you. You a spectator. Like, you ain't even doing nothing with your life and you're trying to control my life. And so I felt like that was the area where I was snapped. Like, when we got there, it was like, you trying to tell me what to do? I'm like, who's watching the watcher, bro? Like, how you get to be the boss and hire you the boss of me? Like, who gave you that right to do that? And, and just being real, Ma, we all need accountability partners. We all need people to tell us when we wrong. But just imagine leaving home at 13 and then leaving home for good at 16 and, and, and really being this rebellious person, not, not by any, you know, uh, what, what, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, by no fault of my own, I just was told that this was my father. And I was told what he was. And my birth certificate say, you know what I'm saying? Everything say, but he not. You feel me? And so it was just a crazy space for me. So I, you know, got baptized, you know, did all the stuff that God wanted me to do. But that one area I never dealt with was, yo, I don't want nobody controlling me. I'm leaving home. Like 13 years old, I'm gone. You feel me? Like I'm gone. At 16, I was kind of like, you know what? I keep going back. But I'm not going back no more. If I got to die on these streets, bro, I'll die on these streets. But I'm not going to go back to a place where I'm going to sacrifice food and shelter for freedom. I mean, you got to think about that, Ma. I'm 16, Ma. I'm not homeless in California. I'm not homeless in Miami. I'm homeless in the winter of a Chicago or Detroit, bro. And even though I'm talking about winter months, you, bro, you got to imagine like you think in three years homeless, I, what kind of winter you think? You, you ain't about to skip three winters, see? You ain't about to have three sweet winters. You feel me? So at least one or two of those winters, bro, was like, like minus. I was outside walking in minus degree and I had picked up this evil spirit of, I'd rather, have, I'd rather be frostbitten and have my freedom than I would to have the luxury of a home, bro. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather die, like go to sleep in this freezer abandoned building or this car or sleeping on this bench knowing that I might not wake up in the morning because it's so cold, I'd rather do this than I would be in a house with two parents who telling me you got a curfew, you got to come in at a certain time, you know what I'm saying? Just whatever, bro. My family, even though we didn't grow up in church, they were stupid conservative. I mean, major conservative, you know? So uh, by the grace of God, bro, um, that's the thing I had to uh, get over, see, is like, it's evil. Like your willingness to control is evil. And I remember being in the car once and we were talking about something and can might've been Jay and Candace was like saying something to me about it. And I'm like, what? Is, like, I ain't even Candace. I ain't even ask. Like, I never even asked you this. And you telling me like, nobody asked you this, you know? And, but she was being led Welcome by to the my world, baby. Was like, <laughs> what'd you say, see? Welcome to my world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't sweet but on this was, side, dog. <laughs> they speak they uh, But heart. Candace was, she was right in that she was just really saying, Ma, the control you want to have over your life is evil. It's, it, the intent of it is evil. The motive of it is evil. Your spirit is evil. Everything is evil. The, it, like that, the type of control you have, it said lean out into that understand. But in all our ways, it, it, like you, that's evil. And so that's why I got baptized because I realized 
I was like, oh, my, my desire to want to um, be able to make sure I made the type of moves that created a certain outcome. Well, that's not wrong. God was like, you're not wrong for making certain decisions to make sure you don't whatever, but nobody can get in there. It's you, yourself, and I. Like nobody can say nothing to you or do nothing to you. Once you set a course, it doesn't matter. You know, and God was like, no, 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 no. I, I, need, I need that space. And that was probably one of the areas, see, that I hadn't, that I hadn't, uh, that I hadn't, uh, yeah. I hadn't given no, no, no. God control. And I got you, I got you. But can you give us any like specific examples? So Diddy would be like, "Oh, take out the trash," and you're like, "Ah, oh, like what? Like what specific? Like that was the root of why you had this issue." But what would it manifest itself at, like at the crib? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying everywhere. So just think about with the police. You see how I would just jump, you know, bad because it's like, "Yo, bro, just because you got a badge." Mm -hmm. Like, yo, you, you saying something that's not the truth right now. Like, you feel me? Like, you like, just because you got a badge and you got authority, you're not telling the truth right now. You feel me? Like, you saying I did something that I didn't do. And, and you saw the car in front of me. You feel me? You saw my man pass and he didn't stop at the stop sign, but you're going to stop me because I'm black. Like, come on, bro. You know, and so I would always find that when people tried to tell me something that I felt like wasn't the truth, it's not right, but now you're trying to bully me with either talking loud or just putting your foot down. I'm like, yo, I'm not feeling it. Or like, you know, um, somebody saying to me, like, if, like, let's just say when I used to be uh, a pastor at another church, it was like, you're going to come and tell me you got to preach these things. I'm like, bruh, that stuff don't even work. It never even worked for you. God told me to, <laughs> and it's just like, once you told me something that wasn't the truth or you tried to like take my will from me, I felt, and you're going to go. So for instance, let's just say Diddy ain't the one who's going to say, you know, clean up or whatever. Diddy going to say, clean up like this. And I'm like, yo, who are you? Like, who are you to say, you know what I'm saying? Do it like that. Like, that's how you do it. I don't got to do it the way you do it. But there were instances, Ma, where it's like, yo, it's not, I'm not telling you this because I'm Diddy. I'm telling you this because there's an order. And I just happen to be the person that's sharing with you the, the system that how it goes, if that makes sense, Maul. You feel me? It's just like, no, it has to be done like this in order for it to be effective. And I'm like, no, first of all, I ain't trying to tell you how to do what you do. You get to do what you do however you want to do it. But then when I do it, you telling me A, B, you know what I'm saying? Like you telling me that these instructions. And so that that's was, was always been my trigger, see, which is why it was so hard for me to stop doing because I felt justified in Again, hear what I'm saying. Nobody tells you what to do. Who are you to tell me what to do? Like, I'm not in your world trying to dictate how you do what you do. So whatever moves you make, when you make them, you get to make them however you make them. Don't nobody tell you how to do what you're doing. But now all of a sudden, when I get to do what I do, now everybody want to critique me and tell me how to do what I do. And so that's what used to piss me off. Now, if you told me I was doing something wrong that was just blatantly wrong, I ain't tripping. I'm like, yeah, I messed up. You wrong. Hey, you right. I, hey, I'll be the first to... For whatever, but when it came to who gives you the right to be the boss of me, like who gives you the right to critique me and tell me, like who made you a god? You feel me? And so that that was where my whatever came from. And God said to me, "Yo, I have appointed people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't no you ain't no um um nomad. Like for real, you ain't no caveman. It's order, it's structure. And I have appointed certain people in your life." And people you don't know to come and say things to you. You feel me? And when they do, 
there's a blessing to that. And you got you to gotta surrender to that. And it, that, was just, that was just hard because I felt like I was, in my mind, I felt like I was always doing what was right by me. And God just, you know, brought certain people in my life, IEC, IED, that, you know, for whatever reason, God appointed them to, you know, which to I tell think, me what to I do think, if that makes sense. But I think that's and, hilarious, and, though, and, E. Yeah, and, and being obedient to that, I did get to see the blessings more that came in, you know, and doing it, it just was still get. hard. That's like, yo, this ain't right, bro. Like, who's watching? You know what I'm saying, more? My theme was who watching the watcher? Who watching the watcher? <laughs> hey, it's like you gave up control to get control. Yeah, no question. And I, I'm yeah. sitting here, and E, I'm listening to you, and, and Tamisha always says this, you don't know somebody until you understand how they grew up. She would uh, always say that, like, we judge in our interaction now. Uh, but, E, I want to give you props, dude. Like, you just went back to, like, you were able to identify the problem from a five-year-old child, like, from the five-year-old E.T. And I'm just, I want people to stop and not go past that. It's a lot of issues that you're going through in your life that started at six and seven and three and whatever ages. And you think that by not thinking about it, that it's just going to fix itself. And this is a clear example. See, I actually want to go back. E, what level was you at before you got baptized? Because I want to give Candace at least one or two points. It sounds like C can't get all the oh, credit. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like Candace got to get one or two. I don't know what level I was at. What C was is you the at level the... giver. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So, so maybe, I, maybe I'm past 10 now, though. Oh, so maybe, maybe, C will give me, maybe he'll push me past 10 maybe, now. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Leave that for another podcast. But no, for real. <laughs> I want to challenge people to like, for real, like the thing that you want to get it's on the other side of you understanding where you are and how you got here. Like, don't take any of that for granted. Like, understand it is some stuff that happened in your life. There is a reason why you are reacting the way to things. It's not random. It's some stuff that you're dealing with that you have to bring to the forefront and be willing to accept it and then go through the process, E, of like, yo, I'm going to give up control. But understanding that giving up control is the thing that allowed you to get full control of your life. Maul. Everything you talk about is controlling your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. fact of the matter is, E, rage was controlling your life. Eric Thomas was. was not controlling your life. No, don't play, Carl. I literally put, no, no, don't play, Carl. Man, I wish I could have Jay to go down in the basement right now. I'm going to do it, Carl. Well, I erased it, but somewhere I got, I saved it. Somewhere. I took a picture of it. I, on, on Life Mall, I literally said to God, yo, I cannot overcome what I can't define. I cannot overcome what I can't define. Please give me the word. And the word he gave me was rage. That was the exact word he gave me, Carl. And the antithesis of that is calm. peace. Peace. Yeah, peace, calm. That's hmm. what he told me. Hmm. And so he said, you will know when you truly overcome because you will deal with situations that you would want to normally control and you're at a place of calm. That's how you'll know when you got there. Not because you got baptized. Now, I do need people to hear this, Carl, because a lot of people, when you say what you just said, they will go back. But you have to understand, I never said I called my mother and asked my mother to get rebaptized. I never said I called my biological father and said, you need to get baptized. I said I needed to be baptized. So, E, when, the, when you got baptized, did the rage leave? Or was it still inside of you and you just learned how to suppress that rage? Baptism was saying, God, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. I, I'm, like a, I'm like an addict. I have no control. I keep saying, oh, see, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. 
Baptism Mall was the was me acknowledging to myself and to the public, I have absolutely no control over this. It's it's the it's the Hulk. It's the Hulk. It, what is it? Is it Bruce Banner? What's my man's name? Dave Banner. David Banner. I, I had no control. Is it David I, that, Banner? Or is that the rapper? That's David the, Banner's the rapper. I think he's the rapper too. I was gonna let oh, it's Bruce Banner. Okay. Okay. You good, Ma? It's all good. It's all good. Ed O'Bannon. Um, yeah, so, 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 I literally, Ma, only went to get baptized because I said I have no control of this. I can't stop. I have no control. I cannot stop. And I want to be a better representative of you. And I have this area that is is apparent, and I can't keep going with an area that's apparent. And so that's why I went to him. So, Ma, no, I had no control. But I was saying, I give my life to you. This area that I'd never given to you, I give it to you now, and I want you to control it. And let me tell you something, man. When I tell you what I've gotten from my wife, and I, and I got a lot from my wife, but there would be times where I saw the wrong element from her sometimes, but it would be her reacting to that. And so now that I don't do it anymore, I don't get that. You know, it's the, it's the weirdest thing. It's like everything I wanted, I'm getting. And it was just like, man, I feel so stupid because it's like if I would have addressed that before, I would have been okay. So I'm just saying for those of you who are listening or watching, don't expect other people to be baptized. It is not, it, it's, it's not my mother's fault, Ma, that she did what she did. I was just young and, and self-centered. There's a, there's a real reason why somebody would keep you from your biological father, a mother. There's a, and in my mother, if you know her, like you don't never hear my mother dogging my, my biological father. I'm like, you ain't never heard my mom disrespect my man to me. She ain't never said nothing bad about my man. She, I ain't never even heard her talk about it. It's like that part of her life didn't even exist. But I will say this to you. I, now as an adult, I realized she was doing what she thought was right. I'm just saying, I more didn't think of anybody else. But why'd you do this to me? And so I'm like, yo, E, this ain't your mother's problem. Why? Because you ain't even sat down and talked to her. This some stuff you cooked up. So you got to get healed from this. And so I just want to make sure people are clear on that. So that's why I said before, I've been here. I left home. I was the person that didn't breathe. I didn't count to 10. I didn't think about what I was doing. I just left the crib. And I created that relationship, that distance between me and my mom. My mom didn't create it. Uh, the situation didn't create it because I could have addressed it a different way. Uh, but it was from that point when I left home, I had the spirit of rage on me. And at no point in my life did I ever surrender that spirit. It kind of got on me. And just to be honest with you, I, this is probably not good to say, but I think I was able to get through. You ever notice that people who are high mall, they don't get certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? People who drink a lot of alcohol, like they be homeless and they don't feel it. I hate to say this, but rage is what covered me. Like rage is what, it's not a good thing, but rage is the thing that got me through all of the fighting and, the, and, the, and the, all the stuff I had to go through in school, you know, just life in general, stuff that, you know, got thrown at me being, you know, an African-American male, you know, coming up where I came from. That rage is really what was like, yo, I ain't necessarily the dude that wants to create conflict, but I, I'm not, I promise you, once you bring that fight, I'm not backing down. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to stop until one of us get hurt. 
Like you got, you gonna have to stop me. Like I'm not just gonna, I'm, you're not gonna make me run. I'm not gonna, like my fear is actually going to like support me in what we about to do. You feel me? Um, and so that rage kind of got me through, but to see his point as an adult preacher, as an adult husband, as an adult father, as an adult friend, as an adult business owner, that spirit had no place in where I was. Why? Because I wasn't with people I couldn't trust. I wasn't around people I couldn't trust. Yeah. The reason why I was asking, because it's so crazy. We talk about rage, like playing college football, like you get celebrated for having yeah. rage, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and yeah. they, they embed in you rage. You know, you can't play football being a nice guy. Yeah. And so it was so crazy because I went from being told constantly, Jamal, you got to have this rage and you got to have this rage in you to now all of a sudden I'm a police officer with a gun and a badge. Mm. It's just like you was just talking about. Mm. And so in the beginning, I had to, man, check myself because I'm like, bro, I can't, we ain't playing a game no more. Mm -hmm. Like this is life and death. Mm -hmm. And I remember that same kind of, if somebody came in me, I would get that. I remember all the years and years and years of playing football, having that rage just bottled up inside of me and ready to explode. But see, my explode now ain't like I'm about to just make right. a tackle and knock right. you down. Right. Like this literally can kill a person. Yeah. And so, bro, I had to deal with that rage, man. And it was hard. I ain't gonna lie. It was hard. And somebody listening, you know, I was already baptized as a young child, so I didn't get rebaptized right. or whatever. Right. But right. man, you had I, to call I, on your rebaptism. <laughs> <laughs> but I promise you, man, hey, E. And it's crazy though, because our stories are somewhat similar. Like I didn't go through a course what you're going through. My rage came from literally just being mm -hmm. brainwashed as far mm -hmm. as football as an athlete. And a lot mm -hmm. of athletes are still dealing with that rage. Imagine yeah. years and years and years yeah. of playing this sport, being violent. Then all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, you're just, you're going into the real world now. And it's like the second somebody coming to you, you ready to snap. But it was one scripture, bro, that I still remember to this day. And when I finally read it, it jumped off of the page. And I'm glad I read this at the right time because I was still filled with rage and I had a gun on me and I had a badge and it was Philippians 4, 8. You know, and you know, e, I know you know automatically, you know, whatsoever things are wow. true, wow. whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, lovely, good, of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's any praise in these things, I need you to, to think on these things. So before that rage come out of me again, I need to think on these things because I can mess around and lose my family because of this rage. This rage. I can mess around and lose this business. I could lose anything. So anytime now that I feel this rage in me, because the rage never leaves you. And that's why I asked you that question. You just suppress it. You got to find something to to go against that rage. And it's like what you talked about, about Bruce Banner, where it's like he had to calm down in order to get back to that regular state. And with me, man, that was the same thing. I had learned that scripture early on as a police officer, because if somebody came at me, bro, people come at the police, you know, just like you said. Bro, you tell the story, the boy. Let, hey, tell one of, uh, hey, tell the story. I got a couple of favorite stories, but tell the story about my man. Who came, now, this is uh, uh this is pre-baptism for Ma. <laughs> but Ma, if you don't That's mind. I just told E, now see E, this is, no. how, this is how the devil works, E. And yeah. I just told you that no. Philippians 4a say, no, no, no. what's the oh, things I, are lovely, are yeah, honest, yeah. are pure. I'm supposed to just focus on these things, but now Listen. CJ want me to come on back out and get the, the rage. Uh, come on, let's go. See. The 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 pre the the pre scripture foolishness makes for better ratings. <laughs> I got to tell both of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, Ma, tell me tell the story. I don't think you ever told it on the podcast. Shout out to y'all, man. Go get the book anyway, because it's so it's a million of these stories in the book. 
But um, tell, the, tell the story about my man who was like, now mind you, Maul just fresh out of training to go to the <laughs> NFL about the dude, the drug dealer who was like, you, you had arrested him, he had the cuffs on. He was like, man, you just some punk cop. You lucky you a cop. Tell the story. Oh, yeah, but no, nah, it's just, you know what I'm saying, just standing in line, dog. You know, people just want to try you, you know, and people just always just want to try you because you got that uniform on and people just think, I don't know, it's, the, it's that misconception that yeah. people think that the police was always like the nerdiest in right. school right. and you wasn't from the community, you weren't from the hood. Right. Hey, so before I mean, you say it though, statue of limitations is up, right? You can't get in trouble. Like, this is over, right? Yeah, Maybe we should. Yes, so you're getting the water down. Yes, you can. Okay, you can get, always, give him the water always. down. You okay, give him the water down. Always. You're always a police officer, bro. It never yeah. ends. So let me let me just say this. It, dude was like, hey, if you ain't had that badge, that gun, that bulletproof vest, and all of that. My man was like, you know, my man was kind of like in the rage note seat. This was before I read the scripture, actually. Right. <laughs> we know. That's why I, I said have, it. I didn't have the whatsoever. It. You know, uh. I didn't read that. And so, no, at that point, man, my man kind of got in my face. And people want to just, they want to try you. And so my man, he got in my face and he was just like, bro, if you didn't have that badge and that gun on you, like, man, I will whoop your, you know what? And then the rest of it is in the book. <laughs> no, let me stop. No, hey. I can't tell you the rest on it. Listen, but let's yeah. just say the rage yeah. came up out of me, and um, you know, and it went and into him. You gave my opportunity, <laughs> Ma. You gave my opportunity. You to know breathe, that he wanted to yeah. breathe. Yeah. Try yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Don't try yeah. me. Don't, don't try me. Because I lay hands. I lay these hands. We gonna leave the rest up to the imagination. Oh, but you know, man. man. Go, go, yeah, make sure y'all go get the book, uh, 9to5millionaire.com, yes, go get please. the book, make sure y'all get that before please. Christmas, man. Anybody on your Christmas list who ain't got a gift yet, who still, uh, you still looking to get them something, man, go get them the bundle, man. You're going to get all of those things, man. You hey, still and, and look, get the book, hold on to the book, I promise y'all, we will be out of this COVID at some point, yeah. and then we start touring again, I'm telling y'all, y'all to get the signed autograph, boy, all right, so just... Get it now though, because you know, we only they only bought. I don't know why, because see, no, our experience. I don't know 5, why they 000. just got five thousand. Oh, uh, because um, they got to keep them at yeah. my house and my brother's house. <laughs> no, that's so, a good reason. Oh, okay. That's like, a good yeah. reason. Hey, he hey, learned hey, from it, us it, it in the garage. See one bedroom, man. It wasn't fit to see <laughs> one bedroom. <laughs> they don't fit in the one bedroom. Hey, we I had to drain CJ Pool just to put the books up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, uh, yeah, uh, new storage space. Um, how long? Where, where are we at? One what? Uh, we about a minute. I mean, an hour twenty in. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I, no, 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 no. Let's go. Let's talk real quick. Okay. So, no, no, no. I got a question. C. I'm not finished. Uh, yeah, no, y'all come no, no, in. No. Let's give me, give, give me though. You know those people who, because I don't think it's, no. I don't think what we, I did was right. And like I said, I, I was out in the cold. Wait. Can we give a couple? You know, like all right. Before that, we go there. E, let me get back to okay. the to the to the scripture. Okay. Okay. Let me get back to the scripture. Uh, okay. This is this is this is Pastor Eric Thomas, uh, uh, chapter one, verse twenty. <laughs> Before you do me wrong, breathe, <laughs> count to ten, ten, think it through, and just make sure yeah. you don't ever need me again. Let me ask yeah. y'all a quick question: When when do you um, when do you cut somebody off? When well, do you, if you could have read somebody under that, off? see, there's a piece under that. Just what it said was it said oh, repeat after me. Okay, yeah. It said, hold on, let me, okay, you yeah. talking about, okay. Repeat yeah. after me, hurt people hurt people, but that doesn't give them a license to hurt me. Okay, so I just want to know, when is the appropriate time to cut somebody off? I just said it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're at a point where 
you don't you don't want a solution. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just you want to blame. You know you want to you want to cuss folk out. You want a name call. Like you want to stay in whatever that space is. And there's no apologies. There's no I'm sorry. There's no get rebaptized. You know what I'm saying? There's no I'm wrong. For me, it's when it's just toxic, and we don't have a we don't have a plan to come out of that. You know that toxic space. For me, it's just like yo, I'm 50. I'm, I'm, I don't know how much more time I have on this earth. I've gotten to a place of health and wellness, and it took me some time. I'm not trying to go back to that 16-year-old kid that ran away from home. Now, but if you want to work toward it, whatever we have to do to work toward it, and you know, see, Didi called you, you called me. We had a conversation about it. Didi, I guess at that point, was like, I've tried to do everything I can on my own. It's not working. I know C res- E respects C, so I'm going to call C. You called me. We talked about it. I realized, okay, I can't do it on my own. I need to give it to God. I need to get rebaptized. And now Dee will tell you, yo, it's a, I, I think, she, you know, you got to catch her on the day where she ain't pissed. Um, but we were in church <laughs> once and somebody asked and she was like, yo, 90% better. You know, so I feel good seeing that. Oh, yeah. Yep, she sure. brought a problem, but I was really to get in the, um, the, the, the um, you know, in the trenches and do the work that I need to do. So when a person comes to me, and they don't want to do the work, but they want to, they want to, you know, hurt me and they want to keep hurting me. It's like at that point, I can't, I'm not, I can't, I, I, I just can't let you keep hurting me. It's like, I gotta, I, I gotta draw the line because apparently you don't care about me enough for this relationship enough to stop hurting me. So I got to stop you from hurting me. And we probably just need to go ahead and, and, uh, and part ways. Hey, so to answer me before, I don't think I'd ever stop. Mm. To be honest, me before mm. I'm uh, what's the word long suffering? Mm. Like I'll take it because in my heart I'm so empathetic. See, and I'm hoping that the next time is going to be the next time. You know mm. what I mean? That's going to be the one. Like if I just do this mm. one last thing, it's gonna get you to do it. Now, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> they laughed at me on the ground school call this week. I told them I'm starting at no. I'm not even letting you in now. And the reason why is because I know who I am and I know my weakness is to hold on to it for too long. So I'm setting the boundary now way out. Like, no. And if there's some, by fair to God, that it gets in there, I'll deal with it then. But as of right now, I'm not even trying to help. And that, that may sound weird coming from me, but I'm it not doesn't. trying to help. Sounds good coming from you. I love it. I'm smiling. I feel like Sounds a good. proud brother. <laughs> proud, proud big brother. Hey, you know? except for when I call and he ain't got time for me now. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, that's you just took it too far. That supposed to apply to us now, Carl. <laughs> oh, no, hey, hey, Carl, they try, to tra- they try to change the matrix. <laughs> Oh, like, Carl, how'd I get lumped in with the basic cats? You know what I'm saying? Um, now, with me, right. though, uh, see, I got like yeah. an outer circle, bro. Uh-huh. And if you in the outer circle, yeah, you ain't even got one time. Mm. Mm. It's just a fact. Mm. You ain't even got, dog, you ain't even, mm. you ain't even, I right, look. <laughs> Talk to me. What's the, what's the circles? Break the circles down to me. All right, so circles is pretty much if I just, you know, if we just cordial, like if I just... Okay. I might know you a little bit, you know me a little bit. We, hey, what's up? How you doing? That type of thing. No, nah, you have no right, no, no nothing to, to, to even cross that line with me and, 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 and do harm to me or do wrong or whatever. Um, then you're in my, if you're in my inner circle, all right? Relatives. Um, and I'm not talking about, so as I got an inner circle, then I got a nucleus, all right? So my nucleus, I need those people. My nucleus. That's my, that's my wife. You know, my babies, of course, they're all, they're all small, mm-hmm. right? I got children, you know, 
And so I need them, my parents, you know, my brother, uh, my sisters, that's, that's my nuke, my boys. You know, I always say like, if man, if C, you know, E, Carl, y'all do something wrong, you know what I'm saying? Now nah, you are my nucleus. It's like, now nah, we got to talk this out. You know what I'm saying? We got to work this out. We got to talk this out, see what the issue is. And I believe because you are, I allowed you to come into my nucleus, then you deserve to, we deserve to talk this thing out and see where's the disconnect, where's the issue. But if you were on the outer part, bro, I, I, yeah, okay, cool. You made your decision. It's just like that. And that's just how, kind of how I have my thing. You know, I kind of got it like with the police thing where you ever seen that yellow tape whenever it's a crime scene? Yeah, it's called yeah. the outer perimeter. Yeah. I'm breaking it down. That's the outer yeah. perimeter, right? That's where, you know, as a, you can be out there looking at the what happened. They got the yellow tape. But then you got the red tape. The red tape is literally, that is the actual crime scene. That's where the bullet casings are at. That's where the body is. Wow. Nobody can come into that area unless you're a detective or the first responding officers on the scene. But everybody else, you can stand anywhere outside of that, outside of that crime scene, that inner per, uh, perimeter. So that's kind of, that's my, that's my safe zone. That's what people get a pass. Hey, Maul ain't lying part. neither. Cause I saw one person do Maul slightly wrong. And Camille tried for about six months to get him to <laughs> say hello to my man. Maul was like, Maul literally is like, who? I, I, I don't even know who he's talking about. <laughs> uh, forgetting those things which are behind <laughs> and pressing forward. Toward the mark. <laughs> Yo, Maul, I'm just, I, I'm just saying Maul, and, and maybe this is another podcast, but people put so much emphasis on stuff and not your mental and emotional wellness, bruh. And so for me, that's what it goes down to. It's like, if you're not mentally well, and we're not even talking about like something uh, medical, but like, let's just say you in a funk, bruh, it affects everybody. Like C said, it affects everybody. You know, like imagine me doing a, um, a conference and I'm beefing with my girl and I bring that stuff on stage. Bruh. And so for real, we have to protect our emotional and mental wellness. And then we have to train the people that are in our lives to do the same thing. We have to. So it's not about being evil or being mean. It's about you are not at your best when you're not. Like, why is the mind? Why is the mind such? I don't know what you say, but like one of the most powerful and mysterious organs in our body but yet it's the one we pay the least attention to. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like somebody will go clean their car and don't let you touch their car or get insurance on their car, but they don't uh. have no insurance or no uh, a basic care for their mental and emotional well-being. It's just like it's weird, bro. But we, the thing that is the most important thing to us, we let people fiddle with it and play with it. And mm. it's just like you're not being mean because you're guarding your emotional well-being. It is what it is. Mm. Yeah, I ain't got nothing after that. Try Jesus, not, not me. Cause I throw hands. Hey, I gotta Toby. try Jesus. Hey, see, see Tell Toby, he owe me copywriting. Yeah, I, I was singing this song, man, years ago when man tried me in the line. <laughs> I had my uniform on, right? <laughs> I was singing this years ago. Tell Toby, he owe me. Hey, listen, man. Y'all not used to hearing my brothers be that aggressive. But y'all, every once in a while, you got to, you know, just let people know where they stand. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, hey, I love y'all, man. I need y'all to go go, go hug your wives, dog. Y'all on edge a little bit today. 
But uh, as the song says, go go try Jesus and also try Organifi. Hey. Uh, okay. <laughs> try Organifi, all right? Uh, Organifi give you a funny face, too. Man, <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, how you write, uh, Organifi.com, promo code SUCCESS, all right? Get 20% off your order. And, uh, yeah, check it out, man. Get healthy going into the new year, dog. Right. Get your subs up. Get your green juice. All of that. I got my family on it. I got my kids on it. You know, my, my wife, We everybody, every day, we on it. All right, so go check out the Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Promo code SUCCESS. Also, Solo Creative Pro is going to another level in 2021, okay? I'm Let's just letting go. y'all know that. You might want to get in right now because car, price going up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Price going up. For sure. I got testimonials oh, now, Oh, yeah, y'all. price going up. I got testimonials now. I got proof in the pudding. Let so us know I ain't what's going play. on with Solo Creative Pro, girl. Listen, we went through the first cohort, yep. man, and then the last call that we did, let me just tell you, like, just hearing their voices tell me, I, I, I think I mentioned it before, People that never used the camera, never thought about being on camera, are now designing courses. And listen to what I'm saying. Courses in their area of specialty. Yeah. It ain't nothing like I'm telling you to do that. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm a nurse. I'm a lawyer. I'm a this. Oh, people need this information. So now I'm going to take what I just learned in 21 days, and I'm going to create content that can affect hundreds of people. So I'm telling y'all. <sighs> Beautiful. If there's anything that you think that Beautiful. the world needs and you can, you are the person that has the information, we're going to help you get it out. That's, Just, that's you, the simple. You know, you know what's so funny, man? I'm sitting back thinking, right? And I'm like, dang. I'm looking at, like, what you learn from all, what people are learning from you. Like, do y'all know I could have saved my little 100000 for college and just took about four different courses? Don't even play. And been a millionaire. Don't even play. Meanwhile, I'm in college sitting in an astrology class <laughs> looking at the Big Dipper, sleep. Hey, careful though, Ma. Careful though. Careful. Oh. Careful. Only because without college, we wouldn't have met each other. So careful. I'll, I'll take I, that. And I, to, to my point. <laughs> I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate 